All right, lead heads, welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead award-winning podcast. That's right, we were the recipients of the Manufacturer's Choice Award at uh, this spring's Big 3 East Media event. In case you haven't heard me talk about it yet, as I do every other show. <laughs> and uh, we were also mentioned in an NRA blog recently as uh, some of the top firearms podcasts that you need to be listening to. So tell all your buddies, your brothers, your aunts and uncles, listen to Talking Lead. Like to go ahead and thank our guest from last week. We had uh, Matt Williams with Southpaw Knots. And uh, if you guys haven't checked him out yet, make sure you go to his Facebook page, his Instagram. Uh, Matt has a lot of different projects that he's working on, but he does the cool lanyards with paracord, cool beads and things that he has custom made. And if you haven't seen my post that I made on uh, Facebook yet, the uh, railroad tie knife that we had, uh, that we purchased from Mission 22, actually donated and, and got that. Um, there's a small run that Mission 22 did of those knives, and uh, Matt was kind enough to make us a custom lanyard for that, and then Leatherneck Tactical made us an awesome Kydex sheath for it. So go to our Facebook page and uh, check out that awesome Mission 22 knife. You can go to Mission 22 and go to their website and uh, just shoot them a message and ask them if they have any more of those. I don't think they have them posted on the website, but if they have some, um, they'll tell you how you'll be able to get your hands on those. All right, so this week, I've got another Matt. I'm going back-to-back weeks with Matt, and uh, this is a veteran of the show, Matt Powell. Welcome back, Matt. How are you doing? <laughs> we are doing fine. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. With, with, all, with all of these technical problems that I've had on my end with my Commodore 64, um, <laughs> I feel like I have to talk really, really slow. No, you're doing excellent. <laughs> I, th- I think everything's coming in five by five now. Uh, and if you guys have not heard our past episodes with Matt, Matt is with Primic, and uh, that is uh, his martial arts form that uh, he has developed. And uh, he's got a new venture that we're going to be talking about today a little bit later as well. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. How you been? You been all right? Yeah, man. Been been doing real good. I just got back from vacation. I was down in Daytona. Pepper and I took a well-needed vacation. Oh, nice. Our good buddy CJ uh, down there hooked us up. Uh, CJ's with the Big Three East, and I just want to give a big kudos out to CJ. 
and thank him. And speaking of the Big Three East, make sure you guys visit their website. And if you're ever down in Deland, check them out because they're giving free courses down there on uh, firearms familiarization. Man, that was a mouthful. Uh, but uh, Mookie with Spikes Tactical, uh, I think a couple other people uh, going in with the Big Three East, and uh, they're offering free familiarization classes, firearm familiariz- familiarization. Blah, blah, blah. That's like the worst word ever. You got it. You you have to talk slow. You have to say familiarization <laughs> class. <laughs> Or just Donald Trumpet and think of the most simple word you possibly can. Yeah. Get to know the firearms better classes. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It, it is. So that's awesome that they're doing that. So go to their um, their website. You can shoot them an email at big3east.com and ask them how you can take part in that. So next time you guys are down in the Daytona area, Delance, just a, a few minutes from, from Daytona. And uh, check that out. I mean, it's free. You might as well. Even if you're familiar, even if you know your firearms, uh, you might learn something. You never know. So check them out. So I had to throw that in, a little plug. But while you know, while we were down there, we visited uh, the Big Three East, uh, kind of checking out, see what they got new for this October. And uh, they were working on some things. I'm not going to tell you what it was yet. Uh, when we get down there and cover the event, uh, you guys will find out. But looking forward to that coming up in October. What about yourself, man? I mean, you've got a you've had a lot going on. We're going to talk about one of those here in just a minute. Uh, what else you been up to, brother? You know, if it, if it in one thing, it's another. Traveling a lot for the for the old day job, uh, going out, ma- making that money, making it rain basically on myself because all <laughs> hurt, so I don't I don't have time to like hit hit the club. But um, no, just. Working on a lot of different, a lot of different projects right now, and you know, I'm sure we'll talk about what's going on with Promec. Working on some projects for that. Just got mm-hmm. back from beautiful New Mexico. Was doing a lot of shooting down in um, nice. near Roswell. So, did you see any going, aliens? Uh, you know, they had a funny story out of there that. Um, so, if you ever go to Roswell, New Mexico, I have, want to, and that's one of my like bucket list destinations. It, it, it's basically like going to a bucket. <laughs> it's just you're like this looks really cool and then you get in it and you're like okay i, I can't get out and it's there's not a whole lot to do there's no escape uh, <laughs> but they had a um when you're in downtown roswell they have all the ufo museums and they had a um, ufo that was on the side of one of the museums and a bunch of kids stole it what? and yeah and so it was this big story down there that they were looking for it for weeks and they finally found it like in a field and the kids you know, shot it all up and, you know. How do they know it was kids? On it or How do they know well, it was Well, they, they caught the kids. They caught them. It was like a bunch of um, local kids, which surprises me. But I guess if I lived in Roswell when I was 16, I'd probably figure out how to go and steal the UFO off the side of a building. <laughs> and shoot it so, up. And shoot, shoot it up. Shoot it up like heroin. And so, <laughs> yeah, so I was doing a lot of shooting down there and back, back in Atlanta now and... You know, just running around and, and doing a lot of work. And I mean, that that's training, running, doing a lot of work and, you know, trying to keep sane. In these you look like you're staying in shape. You're, you're still nice and fit. You, you know, I've it's been so hot here. I usually average about 35 to 40 miles a week. Wow. Out running and walking. 
and I'm down, you can always tell when it's really hot because I'm down to like 25 and everybody's like, oh, only 25. But I mean, <laughs> it's, I can't turn the heat on or the, the air on in the cars and the house. Nothing stays cold at this point. So I'm ready to. Yeah. It's this. ridiculously hot. It really is. It's, it's that way here too. Um, it was really nice in, in Daytona. The temperature was like mid eighties, um, it would get up into the into the mid nineties, but it still felt like it was cooler because they had the ocean breeze cooling everything off. I've got a beach house that I go to in Panama City. Oh um, yeah, and go there every year, and I, I do a lot of writing when I'm there. And it was the same thing. It was uh, I guess about two three months ago, and I mean it was hot up here, but it was beautiful with the breeze coming in and everything. Mm-hmm. So you go down there to get away, clear the mind, focus on your books. Do some feng shui, some you know, feng. to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like to go down there. I, I started going down there a few years ago. I know some people that have a house down there. So I started going down there and, you know, really just go down there and, yeah, just clear the mind. And it's the only time because I, I don't have, like, cable TV. I've got mm-hmm. the basic channels. Right. And I watched everything while I'm down there. It's all I do. I get up in the morning and it's Maury Povich. um, Oh, good Lord. DNA test. And (laughs) I'm running it all the way through. Forensic uh, files. This time it was all um, Alaska. I guess Discovery must have gotten a deal um, on plane flights to Alaska or something. Yeah. And it was all like people the last seven days. They have had a lot of shows based out of there. Yeah. Those are some weird. There's like the truck driver one. There's the, I've seen like a hunter one or something like that. These people are like building houses and just living there or something. Well, they've got one with this family and the family has been up there forever. And it's like if you took a bunch of, you know, LARPers, like a bunch of live action role players and put them up in the woods. Uh-huh. And what would happen to that family after like 20 years? Because <laughs> they all wear like these like, goofy outfits and they've all created their own accents oh my i think that's the one that i'm talking about (laughs) i like ran across that one oh and so basically you know i i write throughout the day or i go for like walks or runs with the dogs or i walk around town and um you know do like a lot of voice recording just ideas and everything and then i come back and you know, I get two or three glasses into Glenn Fittich to the point where I can't write anymore. <laughs> and then I sit down with my sunburn and I just watch, I just binge watch, binge watch TV until I pass out. And it was all about Alaska. Last year it was, um, repos. And repos. <laughs> so I came back. I knew everything going on with repos for a couple of weeks of like the repo lizard repo or, you know, a Komodo dragon repo or something. Some something that's funny because I Alaska when I was uh when we were in Daytona I did the same thing because we don't do the cable here and it would rain like halfway every day through the day so you know we'd come back in and I'd turn on the TV and watch and speaking of Alaska there was some sort of like uh forensic files or something show on and it was talking about these kids that um were getting off this turnpike two kids and one of them got shot and killed. And the police are just like, you know, going crazy because they couldn't figure out you know, what was going on, what was the motive, there were no motives or anything like that. But long story short, eventually they, one of the guys that was in the car that shot the people 
I got scared, turned the other guys in, and uh, they were just uh, – they cut them off or something, and the guys just like, you know, shoot shoot at a car, and they shot at the car, and it ended up killing the dude. But it was in Alaska. So that, that's you got to figure forensic files in Alaska is pretty easy because it's just like, well, he's frozen. <laughs> we know what happened to the guy that got killed 50 years ago because he's frozen because alaska has snow year-round just immediate they don't <laughs> it's just like they they basically only find bodies like in that one month out of the year when it's not 50 below and those people aren't running around with fake accents they just wait for that one time a year for everything just, to thaw out that's when they find all the Send out everybody to find everyone that died last year during that month. And then the rest of the year, it's just investigating mummies. I mean, it's got to be an easy job in Alaska. But they had like a new one that was, uh, it was like the the park rangers up in, um, I guess I don't know. It it looked like it was like Oregon or Washington. I meant to watch it. And because it's constant, you know, they're out there in the middle of nowhere. You know, these people have built these huts. They've got like, you know, Eric Robert Rudolph and Ted Kaczynski. They've got like, all, <laughs> and, and so they're constantly like raiding these people's places, and so that one that one looked pretty interesting. But yeah, did that came back, um, you know. Pu- so you were working on a, a new a new book while you were down there. Yeah. Uh, so I've written. Um, I've You've got a new one out now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've written. Um, I've published four books over mm-hmm. the past few years. All of them were related to, you know, combatives and martial art and learning and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of years ago, I had a f- childhood friend of mine that um, he died of cancer. And the the unfortunate thing was, and this guy was a hunter. I mean, he was a reloader. I grew up hunting with this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he had this rare form of cancer that, you know, he was like 40 years old that only 70 year olds get and so forth. And, you know, he beat, he beat death a couple of times, but he had this one period and I didn't know he was studying Promec at the time. Mm-hmm. He was kind of ashamed about it. My brother called me because we knew him growing up and he said, look, you got to call him. He's doing Promec. And he was kind of embarrassed by it because there he is bedridden, you know, with tubes all in him. And he'd say, well, it's not like I can really do anything, but I have a group down here and I'm reading the books. And we kept talking about, you know, could could I do something different? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what what happens after Promec? And he was a business owner and, you know, I have all these different businesses. And so we kept talking about business, business, business. And then he unfortunately passed away. And I was sitting there one day and I was driving down to the beach house and I pulled out all of my notes when I got there trying to figure out what was I going to work on. And I had all these notes from our conversations. And so it spawned four different books. Next thing I knew, every night I was like 20 pages into a new book. Mm -hmm. And it was all these different conversations we had had. And one of them just stuck. And so I kept working with it and um, called it Undo. And it's basically about, you know, planning and, um, you know, life planning and the, you know, processes and... Mm -hmm. You know, why people fail, why people succeed, things like that, that, you know, um, that if you get these kinds of things right, then you're more free to go out and do all the other things that you want because a lot of your life is taken care of. And so I took the, you know, the lessons that come with, you know, 20 years of teaching martial art and 
you know, a decade of those 20 years traveling around the world, you know, I've taught thousands of people in person at this point, mm -hmm. you know, and, and developed all these just different taking things. life experiences. Yeah. And just saying, okay, what, you know, what worked when I taught these people, what didn't work and what did my students have problems with? Mm -hmm. And, you know, why weren't they able to achieve different things? And what I found was in training a lot of MMA fighters is that if they lost a match, they were very, very likely to continue on a losing streak, which is why you see in boxing in places that they always take, you know, a fighter that's lost and they give them an easy fight the next time around. Mm -hmm. And it's because they keep fighting the last fight. And, you know, it, it happens to them. They get in there, they got all the training and everything, but when they get in there and they start fighting, they start fighting the last fight. And I realized like, well, this is kind of what people do. You know, we, we keep going back to the past. We keep trying to fix the past. And we got to like undo this tie to the past. And I've read all the self-help books and everything. And, you know, I realized that, you know, what I had done with martial art, um, with the system that we had created that, you know, all, all these schools use it now and sold thousands of copies of these books, that I could do the same thing with personal growth and self-help and not make it lame. I was on a podcast. <laughs> I was on a podcast the other night. Um, Not make it a Tony Robinson? Is that what yeah, you're trying oh to say? Oh, God. Well, they, the, the guy that um, it's called The Midnight Ocean, and it's kind of like it, uh, the, the, the podcast, it's kind of like a coast-to-coast -coast AM, Art Bell type of thing. Oh, I used to love Art Bell. Yeah. Dude, oh, I, I don't like the new guy that's doing it. You don't like Nori? Nori. No, nah, I don't like Nori much. He's not weird enough. I mean, Art Bell is weird. And he this, was out there, and he had that cool voice. Yeah, he really did. And this guy had, you know, he had been doing a podcast like that forever. And then he got right to the point where he was about to go to syndication. And then he just kind of checked out and disappeared. So he started a new podcast called The Midnight Ocean. So I sent him an advanced copy of the book because he wanted to look at it. And he said, you know, the thing is, he goes, this is like the dude self-help book. Like, <laughs> it's like, you're not bullshit. Bullshit. You can say bullsh that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not bullshitting me. You're not telling me you're so great. You're so wonderful. Like you're telling me this is the way your mind works. This is why you're screwing up. It's like you're right there next to me and you're, you're, you know, walking me through it. And my editor at the time, he hated it because I was, I was writing it like I speak, like I teach. Mm -hmm. And so it's been very successful so far. And, um, you know, I've been very, very happy with it. And now okay. just, and this called undo U N D O not D U E. Like I said yeah. earlier, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> undo like, like it's not due yet. <laughs> yeah, your, your due date, uh, when you pull the card out of the back of, the, you know, the Dewey Decibel system, <laughs> you know, you, you no, still it's, got it's two weeks on the return. Und U-N-D-O, undo. Yeah, it's over at So Amazon. undo what, the crap that wasn't working for, with you in the past and start doing stuff that works. That, yeah, I mean, we can go deeper into it if you want. It, it. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's let's yeah. uh, let's do that a little bit uh, later on in the show because I hear the jack wagon train rolling in right now. Oh man! Bring I, it in, Gunny. Who rides ever pie, do or die, hold them high at eighth and nine. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. All right. So this week, uh, I'm going to go first. So you guys may have heard about this, and it happened uh, a few days ago. So it was down in Florida, and I didn't hear about it until I got back into town because I was trying to just stay off the radar, staying away from the emails and the internet and everything. But there was this, um, in Punta Gorda, Florida, the police 
what do you call it? Police station. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, police department. There you go, department. <laughs> so, <laughs> the police department down there has these frequent uh, civilian officer uh, training things. It's called shoot, don't shoot, and the the purpose of these these courses or these classes is to let the citizen kind of go through what officers go through in their day to day encounters, you know, with uh, different situations. They were doing this class, and they've been doing it for a while. Apparently, it's been very successful down there and well-received. Um, but this, uh, this one particular class, there was a 73-year-old uh, retired lab- librarian, and uh, during one of the demonstrations, she was, she was shot with a live round. Uh, the police officer is named Lee Cole. is 28, shot this lady with a live round. So, I mean, obviously, he was not practicing the golden rules of firearm safety, which is, you know, always check your firearms. You know, check, make sure they're not loaded. Triple check, double check, especially in a class like this. I mean, you would think that that would be a no-brainer. But uh, for some some reason, and they're investigating it right now, they haven't come out uh, with uh, a reason as to why this happened yet. But they were doing the demonstrations and uh, let me see if I can get into the uh, the story here. Where they? It it sounds like what was it? Uh, Bruce Lee's son Brandon Lee when they were making um, the Crow. Yeah. Um, that, where and, somebody loaded a live round, not thinking about it. And... Was it a live round that killed him, or was it? It was a fake round, and it was the the whatever the sure. the whatever. wadding or something that they use in that that killed him. I'm not sure. Maybe that's what it was. But. That's what I thought happened happened to him. I don't think it was a. It may have been. I don't know. I remember it's been so so long ago. But anyway, why are you ruining the myth? So, uh, <laughs> You're so, destroying the folk legend of how he died. Here's the story. <laughs> Let me just read it. Punta Gorda, Florida. The officer who shot and killed a 73 year old retired librarian during a police shoot don't shoot demonstration in Florida was accused of using excessive force with a police dog. What? Now they're getting off track and res and resign from another police agency so it looks like they're trying to dig up dirt on this guy even more and make him look even more incompetent which i mean that's there's no need for that bull crap i mean this guy's got to be feeling like crap anyway you know i mean yep. I, I don't care how big of a douchebag you are in real life to you know accidentally and obviously i mean he accidentally well, negligently. I mean, this was negligence, obvious. Not There's no accident here. It was negligence. Killed this lady, although it was unintentional. Uh, let's see. Enforcement investigates why real ammunition was used by mistake in an event designed to bring police and the public together in the small Gulf Coast city of Punta Gorda. Police Chief Tom Lewis says he's taking full responsibility for the shooting. He expected the state agency to finish investigation in about two to four weeks. So Cole has worked in the department since uh, 2014, frequently gave department presentations and tours, specifically role-playing in these shoot-don't-shoot scenarios. The department did not make Cole available for comment Wednesday. The chief said the officer is grief-stricken and other officers have been assigned to him to make sure he's psychologically stable, which, yeah, I mean, I, I mean this guy's got to be like thinking about putting one to his head, no doubt. God, that's, that's, that's absolutely... It's horrible. It's horrible. But I mean, he's making my jack wagon train anyway. That's just, <laughs> it's, it's inexcusable. You know, that's inexcusable, especially when you're dealing with the public like that. Uh, there's no way that that should have, should have happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know how. I'm, I'm sure they'll learn a whole lot about, you know, actually how everything was handled and what everything went in. But, yeah. but I mean, here's how what do, a, here's... how do you not check? I, I don't know. Let me let me make sure that I mean it's like when you're like when you're doing reload drills or something and you've got dummy rounds in there. Yeah, it's just an automatic. Uh, let, let me check that one more time. I know I've checked it ten times. Let me check it. I mean, it it, it should be drilled into your head. Absolutely. Check things like that. Yeah, especially in a course like this. Uh, there's there's no excuse for this. But uh, so back to the canine thing that this story started off with. Uh, apparently, there was a an incident at another a Broward County. I guess he was a police officer there, and he was uh, in charge of the canines, and he supposedly sicked his dog, his canine, on some dude on a motorcycle. Um, and the dog mauled him for a minute and a half or something like that. So that guy, uh, has come out, I guess he's the one that's making this, a uh, an issue now about the canine and that this guy should have been fired and never had a job to begin with. But, uh, I think that that's still, uh, in court with that. But, uh, obviously this guy's trying to make it, I guess, make his case in this lawsuit that he's got. I bet he could care less about this lady. Oh man! I mean, just <laughs> yeah. You can only laugh when you. He when said. You, he said. I told everyone that this officer was dangerous and he needed to be fired. Said Weinberg. If he had been fired like he should have been when he ordered that dog to maul my client for a minute and forty-seven second, seconds, then this wouldn't have happened. Well, th- you can't say that it wouldn't have happened. So. I don't know, man. It's a tough one. But the guy's on the jack wagon train. But here's what I like about this story is the victim's son, Stephen Knowlton, said in an interview at his parents' home that on his mother's behalf, he was forgiving the officer who fired. Mary Knowlton moved to Florida after living uh, for years in the Twin Cities area of Minnesota. Books, magazines lay scattered on tables, home, she blah, blah, blah. So the guy goes on to say, there's too much hate in the world in America we always feel like we need revenge, and it doesn't solve anything, Steve Knowlton said. This is the son of the, the lady. I obviously can't say it's easy to forgive, but it needs to be done. She's watching me now. That's huge. That is huge. Had this been any anybody else, I mean, there would be mobs, there would be riots going on right now. Well, I mean, they had the thing where the where I guess the... Dallas Cowboys wanted to put, you know, a sticker on their on their helmet that, you know, was in support of, you know, the Dallas soldier or the Dallas officers. Right. Um, and the NFL Wouldn't rejected the request. Yeah. They, because the they're they're jack wagons. Well, I mean, I have people's morals and priorities are jacked. But, you know, what's interesting is, is that if, if I had to have a jack wagon um, and uh, it would be Danny Trejo or Trejo. You what? Know who he is? Danny Trejo? I love yes. Danny Trejo. And here's why. Because oh, man, I'm going to have to veto this deny. one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he did this interview and he said, I was the boxing champ of every prison I was in. Like, that's a good thing. <laughs> really? You got to have goals. I mean, good. Uh, yeah, I was the boxing champ of every prison I was in. Uh, you're not supposed to be in prison. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you don't have a violence problem. What happened? What? Why was he? Was he? Did he murder somebody or something? Is that why he was in prison? I can't remember. It, I don't know. I know he was a felon, though. Yeah, yeah, and but the thing is, is that you know we we celebrate 
people like him and movies and you know we oh look at him he's a he's a celebrity we're you know we're going to do all this and then you can't put a sticker for you know right well we talked about this on the show before these celebrities that get on their soapboxes and get out of their you know their realm where they really need to be and start trying to push their politics and their beliefs on people yeah there there was no hey kids you don't want to go to jail <laughs> yeah because it, it sucks I that I was in jail. Of every prison I was in, and it sucked. No, it was like he probably hey. could have worded it a little differently. It's like you know, I, yeah, I went to jail, but I made the most of it while I was there. <laughs> no, there if you're gonna go to jail, there. be the champ. <laughs> yeah, I was. You know, I was an entrepreneur in jail. I I sold more drugs than anybody else <laughs> in the food line, and I'm an entrepreneur. Bill yeah. Gates, I'm calling. Yeah. Kanye. Yeah. I like Danny Trejo though. Uh, I don't yeah, know. he's a, he's a great actor. It, it just always bothers me when you. I don't really see, see him much, you know, giving him political views or statements or trying to put. Other than you know, he he is big on pit bulls and the mistreatment of pit bulls. Well, since I have two, I guess you just canceled out my Jack Wagon nomination. <laughs> Yeah, he gets a pass from me. He's now. a he's a big advocate for for pit bulls. So he 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 can he can kind of be a a nominee, but he's not on the jack wagon train. He's like standing there, and he gets dismissed. It's like you know, yeah, you know what? You're, you get a pass, get, Danny. Getting the talking to Danny. You get you get a pass, Danny. Let's call him, let's call him this jail talk down. Is he in Atlanta? Does he live in Atlanta? Um, I have no idea. I was I was running through downtown today, and <laughs> it was the funniest so, thing. I got to say it because they're filming everywhere in downtown Atlanta, yeah, and so seems like they are. Yeah, there's this one corner, and it's got the the Carnegie, this big. And anybody that's been to Atlanta, driven through, you've probably seen it. It's this huge arch thing that's right next to SunTrust Plaza, and they've got it roped off and I'm, I'm local. I don't pay attention to roped off areas. Like unless I see like a gigantic <laughs> pit of hell, I'm just going around the ropes and I'm going, yeah. you know, it's to, it's to keep the idiots out. And I see, and they've got like this huge market set up and I'm like, wow, this is a really, you know, nice food market. It's like a little farmer's market. And then I look around and I'm like, wow, you know, they've got like decorations everywhere they've got you know all this stuff it looks incredible it's going back in this little park and if you looked at it on a movie you'd go oh you know they're at a little farmer's market in downtown area what they didn't do was they didn't clear out the homeless people of the back side of the park so i'm watching these guys back there and they're just ripping this stuff down running off down the street with it you know they waited until and the cops aren't doing anything they're like uh one of the cops is talking to like Somebody looking for directions. Another one's trying to tell somebody to keep driving. And these guys are just robbing everything and just <laughs> running off with it. So if Danny, if Danny is filming in Atlanta, he should probably be security over there and use those boxing skills. <laughs> oh, he's kind of he's kind of looking old these days. I don't know. If he could... I think he was one of those guys that looked old when he was 20. He was in the, um, uh, the Matt Best movie uh, that just came out. Danny Trejo was in that. You know, you know, really? Matt? yeah, yeah, yeah. I wondered, I wondered how that went. How was the? I, I guess I should watch it. How was the acting? Yeah. So, so Danny Trejo was in the Matt Best movie that just recently came out, Range Fifteen. He, uh, I'm not going to give it away for those who haven't seen it yet, but you, you need to watch it. But uh, so you, you were asking about 
the how was the acting in the movie? Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I gotta figure it. That. It was horrible. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, um, <laughs> but it's kind of what you expect. But it had some good actors in it, though. Um, it, um, if you want to call them good actors, uh, David Keith. You know who he is? The black guy. Um, what all has he been in? He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, no, I yeah, I know, I know exactly who you're who you're talking about. I'm I'm gonna check. I'm gonna go ahead and look up the Rotten Tomatoes score on it. Okay, I'm I'm sure it's it's not You'll, David Keith. Da- is it Keith David? Not David Keith. It's uh Keith. It's way. Keith David. Is who it is. I get. There is a David Keith, and there's a Keith David. Keith David's the black guy uh, who's been in. Ton- he was in Platoon. Um, Crash, Mr. and Miss Smith. He's been in tons of stuff. So you guys would know him if you saw him. Uh, yeah, he, yep, yep. I, I see him. Yep, he was in it. Yeah, Ron, he, Ron Jeremy was in it. Obviously, <laughs> this is a. Yeah, it was just a. It was just a like Ron Jeremy had no business being in this movie, but it was one of those where they just threw him in to have Ron Jeremy in the movie. It was. <laughs> it, it was like that, and the be, I mean the best of anyone that was in this movie was. Captain Kirk. <laughs> I see that. Shatner. Shatner. Yes. Wow. Shatner really... was in this movie. This, That's what I, gave it street creds to me, man. It, yeah. It, it's, it looks like it's got a fun cast. I guess I need to watch this. It I'm, was a funny I'm movie. Slacking. Hilarious movie. It's got a 9.3 out of 10 I mean, on if you, IMDb. If and... you're going to look for Oscar you know, type performances, don't go. But if you're looking to pee your pants, you know, Get a good chuckle. Uh, it's it's a great movie. For was that. it better than Waterworld? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it, was, I, it was better than Waterworld. Yeah. I tend to compare everything to Waterworld when yeah. people are like, "Man, it was it was it was a good movie." Was Matt Best is a ten yeah. times better actor than what's his face? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner ever ever hoped to be. He's only played one. There's Kevin Costner playing Kevin Costner. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's the only role he has. Yeah. <laughs> Just destroying my celebrity, my potential celebrity clientele one minute at a time here on Talking Lead. <laughs> Kevin Cosner's he was like, on He was on his Rolodex to call for you as an advisor for his next movie. Eh, forget it now. He's reading that NRA blog and he's like, I'm going to go on Talking Lead. I'm going to listen. And I'm just slaying him. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Everybody makes a bad movie. Waterworld was that one for you. The Postman, great movie. Field of Dreams, great movie. Waterworld, Field of Dreams was Waterworld. a great movie, yeah. He had he had some of the new ones that he did. Bull had, Durham, wasn't he in, that was him in Bull Durham, right? Yep, Bull yeah, Durham. That was a good one, too. Uh, Ten Cup, loved that movie. Ten Cup. Hot Shots, he was great in Hot Shots. Hot Shots? <laughs> <laughs> He, he I don't was think in, he was in Odd Shots, but I was hoping I could get it out without laughing. No, that's Charlie Sheen. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? You know, good luck. You're going to need it. I'm going to be over here, like, winning. Um, come Wednesday morning, they're going to rename it uh, Charlie Brothers and not Warner Brothers. <laughs> Duh. Winning. Huh, I'm sorry. Winning. You starting to get the concept now? Oops. Winning. <laughs> he may have done a cameo in it. I don't know. But, uh... I don't, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about Range 15, and then we were talking. I was talking about how in downtown Atlanta they set up a really <laughs> okay. nice set, and the homeless people were stealing everything. Okay. <laughs> you know what? What's stupid is that these movie sets, um, they can't like they have tons and tons and tons of food left over 
from their days of every day that they shoot, they can't give it to the homeless. It's it's illegal for them to give it to them. It is here in Tennessee anyway. I don't know how it is in other parts of the country, but I think that's ridiculous. I get some decent um, celebrity sightings in Atlanta. You oh, know, I bet. I've shot with Vince Vaughn at a range. Um, he was on the lane next to me. You know, I've seen a bunch cool. of different people. And the one person that I, I put it on my like Twitter and I said, you know, if anybody wants to see a celebrity, Donald Sutherland is downtown acting like a panicked Donald Sutherland. <laughs> because he was out in front of a building and everybody's starting to like go, wait, this, that's Donald Sutherland. He's got a blue suit on. And he was acting like a panicked Donald Sutherland. It was the most incredible thing. I, I mean, he was freaking out for some reason. I'm thinking, did I just walk through the set? No. He was on the phone trying to get into a building, and everybody stopped. You know, nobody's going to go up and talk to him. Right. You know, they're, they're, he's freaking out. I've seen some good ones. My, my dog, like, really went after um, Will Ferrell's crotch one day. What? For real? Yeah. yeah they were filming... Um, Anchorman 2. Oh, man. How awesome. And he, I was walking, and gotcha, like I said, gotcha, I, gotcha. I ignore movie set stuff. I ignore everything. It's like I pay taxes here. I'm using, I'm using the sidewalks. And I stopped, and all of a sudden my dog, she, Phoenix, she'll, she'll go up into everybody's crotch. <laughs> and I hear, whoa, little girl, you're pretty, you're pretty friendly. And I was like, man, that's a familiar voice. And I look up, and it's Will Ferrell. He's got that stupid mustache. Uh-uh. And I was like, oh, sorry about that. And we talked for a minute. And so like a week later, I was down on another part of town running. Ricky Bobby. And he's out there. They're out hanging out filming something. And I'm walking by across the street. And he goes, hey, puppy dog. And he grabs his crotch. <laughs> Dude, he remembered. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> and like waved. And I just started laughing. I'm like, all right. So you got to put that in the movie, Will. Come on, baby. Hey, pay her ten thousand. She'll that's she'll right. Get, she deserves a cameo. There's nothing funnier than a crotch shot from a dog. She's the best at it. I mean, <laughs> she can't do anything else. But so you can, you had a uh, you had an interaction with Will Ferrell. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't slip him a card or anything. Say, Will, call me. I can help you with your self defense. No, no, no. Uh, um, it it's strange. Every time I run in now, I ran into um, what is his. Man, Michael Cudlips. Yeah, from The Walking Dead. I drink with him a couple of times. Are you um, serious? That'd be a, a cool guy to drink with. There's a cigar bar, and I'm not going to name it in Atlanta, but it's where all the celebrities, it's kind of all the celebrities, I guess, talk to each other, and they're like, if you want to go into a place where nobody will say anything to you, hmm. there's a private cigar bar. And so a friend of mine... Tell me off air. Yeah, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> okay. And... Um, we would go there all the time because he had a membership. And so, you know, I paid for a little membership. And one day Cudlitz comes in and sits down. I'm like, holy crap, man, that's Michael Cudlitz. And my buddy's like, yeah, we've hung out with a couple of times. He was in there and then he, he said, hey, and he left. So the next time he came in, he sat down right next to me. And I just looked at him and I was like, I just got to tell you, man, the fact that they canceled Southland is probably <laughs> what – Ended up with you on Walking Dead because Walking Dead is a total step down from Southland. <laughs> he he probably didn't think so. He probably he started laughing and he said, "You know, Southland is probably the most fun fi TV show I've ever filmed." Um, he was like, "You know, I was it, it was six years of filming and I basically was with LAPD every day for six years." Wow. 
and he, he was like, you know, now, did now, he have the big, uh, the big, uh, ass, yeah, the, he, cut, he had the, the haircut, he, he had the haircut and he had the, he had the, he had the limmy, you know, he had like the handlebar mustache and cool guy, you know, saw him a couple more times down there awesome. and, you know, every time really cool guy. I so mean, you haven't seen him lately? I haven't seen him in a while. He's yeah. the one who buys it then. He's the one who gets killed <laughs> by, uh. Negan, is that his name? Yeah, Negan. Yeah, I. Well, I mean, but I, I don't go into that area very much anymore. So, I mean, he could be hanging out there all the time. I, I have no idea. But you see him a decent bit walking around. Donald Sutherland cracked me up. I just sat there and stared at him like, man. You... He's not on The Walking Dead. No, but I don't know what he was filming. But I just sat there like, I can't believe you actually act like this. Like, you are a maniac when you're freaking out. But... <laughs> A lot of these guys, you know, you just run into different Donald people. Sutherland? Yeah, he was just freaking out when he was... Having a out. good time? Yeah. Well, no, when when he was downtown and he was acting all crazy. Um, I saw... That was two weeks ago, I guess, that I saw him, so... He was just acting he, crazy? He couldn't get into a building for some reason. And he... Did this make the news or anything? No, no. Uh, oh, I mean, they're, okay. They're, they're pretty... They're always... They're everywhere. They're always walking around somewhere. I mean, okay, I, I thought this might have been something I should have heard about. But <laughs> well, you remember my old stories? Oh, I'll tell you a funny one. You remember my old stories from when I used to tour with Ludacris? Yeah, right. And um, I was walking with a friend of mine near Lenox Mall, and I look over, and I, I I know when people because I did executive protection for celebrities for a while, so I know when how people act when there's a celebrity, but they don't want to go up to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, somebody's around here because there's too many people hanging around, like trying to figure out how to get somewhere. And I look over and I'm like, I think that's two chains. <laughs> so I just take off walking over there. And of course, I've got Phoenix who's going to go into some. <laughs> I have no life. idea who two chains is. Two chains. Um, you, if you look him up, you'll, you've heard his songs. And I know okay. people out there know who two chains is. All so right, continue. I just go walking right up to him and he starts freaking out. Because I'm just walking right at him. And then I took off my sunglasses and he was like, oh, man, I thought you were like a white assassin that was going to kill me. <laughs> white assassin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you see him a pretty good bit around Atlanta. It's always kind of funny to see him. Cool. But Donald Sutherland was having a hissy fit over something. He free And he was in this blue suit. And uh, he's he was about a- 90 now or something, isn't he? You look good. I mean, he had full head of hair. Um, it's a wig. I, yeah. It's a Trump wig. <laughs> uh, I mean, he 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 looked good. I mean, the way he was moving around, he was obviously you know flexible because he was freaking out. I mean, he was <laughs> did you film it? No, I mean uh, because that would be hilarious. Everybody was like starting. To, I think the reason he was freaking out is he was trying to get into a building and he couldn't get in. Lost his key or something. And everybody's watching him. And all of a sudden he realizes, like, holy cow, I should have jumped out of my car, walked right into this building. Yeah. And I can't get into the building, and now all these people see me. So he's thinking people recognizing him are going to want his autograph. Are going to yep. start mo- And probably nobody even came up to him. No, nobody came up to him. Everybody's <laughs> just looking at him with their phones out, like, oh, my God. So I just walked by him, like, okay, there's Donald Southern, and acting like a freaked out Donald Sutherland. Yeah, he was probably on Coke or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't it know. Wasn't oh, it wasn't Kiefer. <laughs> Where do you think he got it from? <laughs> uh, 
Follow the nose. I, I, I didn't say that. All right, so let's talk about your book. Um, well, no, let's talk about your new website. You've got a new website. It's called Passless.net. That's P-A-S-T-L-E-S-S dot net. It's been a... As you take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dark and stormy. Does that it, tie in with your book? Promec has given me like so much over the years, and I was toying with different websites, and over the years I've launched different ventures. And some of them worked and some of them didn't. Some of them worked out a little bit, so I'd sell it to somebody. And I always wanted to do a, a website that was more about how people think and you know the habits people create, all these things that I had learned from teaching combatives that it I wanted to translate it over to, to the other side. So um, I started passless.net, you know, the, the goal being passless, that you move beyond your past. And, you know, wrote this free ebook um, that's called Opening Case of Life. You know, it's eight concepts to change your future. And it's not corny stuff. Like, I'm not wearing a bunch of crystals right now. Um, <laughs> no beads. No, 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 no beads. No, nothing like that. No crystals. It's just, it's information people need. And I think a lot of times the messenger, you know, it, it's so corny and so scripted that when you have... And, you know, I, it's hard because I'm pretty modest about a lot of the stuff that I've done. When you have people that are successful and they've started businesses and they've created something like I created with Promec, all of a sudden one day you see them like at the Rotary Club and they're putting on this like corny thing. And the next thing you know, you're going somewhere and you got to pay like $99 to hear them talk about, you know, and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just go, look, you know, the, the person that I am in Promec and it's the same thing over here. Mm -hmm. It's the same, you know, it's the same map. So I started Passless and, um, you know, and really what it is is that it's a place for people outside of the martial art and the 2A community and so forth to get to know me. Okay. And so it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of a different vibe. It's more of a personal It's more of a personal venture. thing that, yeah. you know, it's a personal venture that's more about, you know, the, the non- martial art type of teachings and so forth. I mean, I still do Promac. I mean, we released a video. We've released three new videos in the past month on YouTube. Um, I still do a lot with Aaron Cowan from Sage Dynamics. Like, mm -hmm. I still do a lot of that kind of stuff. But, you know, this side, what I did was is I, we have some great instructors in Promac from different backgrounds. And I said, I want you guys to run the system for a year or two and take it in the direction that you want to go. And I'm going to go in this direction and I'll, I'll continue to develop some things for Promic, but I'm really going to put, you know, my, my focus, my attention on this new venture mm -hmm. and build it up and get it going and see, you know, what I create out of it. So it's almost like Promic for personal growth. That's the only way that I can put it. Now, is this something that you're going to take on the road and do personal uh, appearances like Tony Robbins? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be up there with like the mic. Sell tickets too, and of the mic. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. Um, right now it's more about getting the information out there. I mean, I haven't put up any YouTube or anything like that. I'm still just kind of 
working through what this looks like other than the book on Amazon mm-hmm. and, you know, writing articles and starting to go on people's podcasts and things like that and just kind of feeling out where this ends up leading me. I mean, if people say, hey, Matt, we want you to come in and we want you to talk about these concepts or we want you to come in and do a workshop on Undo because Undo is an incredible book. Mm-hmm. Like, we want you to do this, I'll do it. But other than that, right now, it's still kind of in that phase of I'm just seeing where it's going to take me. I mean, I know where Promec took me. Now I'm kind of seeing where this takes me. Right. So give us a, just kind of a little excerpt from, uh, from the website on, on what people could expect to get out of it. Well, after you click through all the clickbait <laughs> and you close out all the advertisements oh, and yeah. you, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you sign the up porn. for <laughs> Yeah. You, you, after you select which porn, the donkey porn, porn personal growth thing that you want to match up. The ludicrous think, home videos. You know, I'm, I'm a lesbian. I want to watch lesbian porn and read Matt's book at the same time. Um, but and you can do that. No, I mean people can people can go there and really, really, what I've tried to do with this is that the blog is kind of the main feature of it. Um, the blog is you know updated weekly, and it's something that kind of anybody can can read. You know, we mm-hmm. we did a thing. You know, I wrote one that was about trolling and, you know, and kind of my experience over time when you release, you know, 200 videos on YouTube, you get people that do death threats. You get crazy people. And, you know, this you know, is I've a- not got that yet. Thank start, goodness. <laughs> start doing martial art. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think people know that uh, they when can you kick read my the blog- ass. So. <laughs> when you read the blog post, you'll see like, you know, we did a pistol disarm video one time. And I had a guy literally put my old gym address in the comment and say, I'm going to come and see if you can do that to me in real life. Are you serious? People are crazy. They are. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's really kind of here's the things that I see out there as I travel, as I'm on social media, as I teach, you know, here are the different things that I see. You know, here's better ways to do things that, you know, maybe you've, you know, one of the things that we talk about is, is um, I wrote a blog post called, you know, stop the echo chamber because everybody goes to these sales things and they're like, you know, go ahead and echo what the person said so that they know that you understood it. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the sales training thing and I was in an echo chamber, like nothing got done because everybody was just reaffirming what the person had said. Right. So it was like, well, to your point, well, to your point, <laughs> no, to your point, uh, to your point, that's a good point to your point. And, you know, so it kind of. It's kind of a place where anybody can go read through, have a laugh at some of the stories, but also get some good information that's, you know, kind of actionable in the things that, you know, people go through in in their daily lives. Right. The undo, people can go to Amazon and get that book right now, or they go to the, can they go to your website? Where do they get that? They can go to the website and get it. Um, <clears throat> they can go to Amazon and just type in undo and Matt Powell and it pops up. Um, now, they, do you use Matthew Powell on all your books? I I use that because that's my mom would beat my ass. <laughs> that's if the God given name I gave you. You use it. Yeah, that, I mean that that in in a lot of ways. Okay, it's, mama. You know, I I I don't want the hassle of why are you putting Matt? <laughs> um, but 
you know, and also a lot of, well, it, it's more than that. I mean, because I, I started my own publishing company a few years ago so that I could publish my books and my friends' books. Yeah. And a lot of all the legal paperwork has my full legal name. Gotcha. And so I marry up the, you know, the full legal name to the books. Okay. I was so, just giving you a hard time, man. <laughs> Matthew. You know what? I'm done with this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Like Drop the mic. This is a stupid interview. What, did you see the one with Jean Claude Van Damme uh, walked out of an interview? Like these yeah. Aust- Australians were interviewing him, and uh, they were just asking him stupid stuff, stuff like way old kind of stuff. And, I don't know why people don't have a little bit of fun with that. And he was just um, like, "This, this is a stupid interview. I'm done." He rips it off, throws it, <laughs> walks. Out. I've I've heard in real life he is a like a, a douche. really serious dude, though. Like he's a douche. Like he's a sit. Well, maybe I've heard not a douche, too. but he's a really serious guy. I heard he's a douche. <laughs> I I just heard he's extremely serious in real life. Like when people meet him and so forth, he's mm-hmm. not. He ain't playing around. Yeah. Like you know, and I guess that happens to a lot of. I was with a guy that runs, uh, you know, relatively well known. That's somebody who takes himself too serious. That's who that is. I was with this guy that runs, uh, you know, a pretty well known um, celebrity. Per- executive protection company um, a couple of weeks back and he was telling some of the stories and I and one of the things he said was he said you know everybody they don't understand it but he said imagine if you woke up in the morning and there were 15 cars waiting outside your house all night long and just constantly taking photos oh you're talking about paparazzi okay yeah he's like you you eventually become so just turned off by it all that you just don't have any time. You don't want to talk to people. You just want to like, you know, you see a fan and you can't even say thank you for being a fan because, you know, everybody's flashing, you know, photos in your face. It's basically mm-hmm. what happened to me when I was with Kylie Jenner a couple of weeks ago in L.A. Um, you know, we were walking out of that restaurant. The paparazzi mo- mobbed us and, you know, it, did, it didn't help. And then, you know, all the models I was with started coming out. Kylie Jenner, which one's that? She's the only, she's the young, hot one. Okay. I don't, I call, mm. Well, it, it doesn't compare to, you know, me and Taylor Swift when we hang out. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's insane. The paparazzi is insane. I tell her, I understand what you're doing, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. You know, Tay-tay. my girl. Now, now, now. <laughs> Let's just go back inside. Maybe, maybe you can give us the inside scoop on the next James Bond because she's been dating one of the prospects. What was his name? Huddleston or Hiddleston? The guy who played Loki in uh, the Avengers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's, I do. He's like have, up as one of the next James Bond. Did she give um, you any inside track on that? I I do actually have some inside information. Okay. All right. Let's hear. It. And you're hearing it here on exclusively on Talking Lid. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! Tom Hiddleston is going to be in the next James Bond. He's going to be in it. Yeah. Is he Daniel, going- Daniel Craig stepping out. I'm not sure on the role that Hiddleston's going to have. Okay, he could be the villain. He could be the villain, but he is going to... I, I just overheard a conversation, but um, it is my understanding he will be in the next <laughs> <game>. <laughs> Very cool. The rumors are flying now, ladies and gentlemen.
Twitter is a buzz. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so make sure you guys go and uh, get Matt's new book. I'm sorry, Matthew's new book. <laughs> undo how to undo the past and plan your future. It's got uh, a big n- rope brain that uh, is all knotted up. up. How did you come up with that? That's kind of cool looking. The the cool thing about the book is that it's well. I, the cool thing about it is you're using talking lead green on it. I I love that. Is that a tribute to me to left yes. hand? Left hand. I, I sweet. Somewhere in there, I I thank you. I think I said <laughs> with my left hand. <laughs> I left picked hand. up this thing. <laughs> the the cool thing about the book is is that you get. It, it's not like a lot of books out there where it's like okay, you're going to go out there and you're going to achieve. It actually has a 40-page follow-along workbook. Okay. And so as you go through the book and everything the book's talking about, it So actually, I got homework now? You're telling me? It's cool. I mean, people... you got to man. Come on. It's back <laughs> It's back to eighth grade, but you, you have this... What it what it's really about, it, to break it down in five minutes, if somebody's listening and they're like, okay, I remember Matt like talking about martial art and stabbing people in the face. Like, why is he talking about this stuff now? <laughs> is that... Why is he getting all philosophical now? Yeah, let, let me let me let me wax poetic here. Um, what it really comes down to is is that it says it's a it's a goal book. What goals do you want to achieve? And then because everybody has goals they want to achieve, everybody wakes up and they're like, I wish I could do this, or you know, mm-hmm. on my deathbed, I want to look back at my life and say that I did these things. And I looked at that and I said, there has to be a process to actually achieve them because most people, I think the statistic was ninety three percent of people don't even achieve one of their New Year's resolutions every year. So that's why I, I don't was, set any. That's why I don't. Um, <laughs> that's why I use undo. And there you go. so it's, it's list out your goals. Let's list out last year's goals. Let's look at what you achieved, what you didn't achieve. And let's start digging into kind of the themes behind that, because it's not what you fail at. It's why you fail. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Right. So, you know, everybody focuses on what they fail at and they don't see the kind of the theme that's tying these failures together. It's the why. So we address the why and we give a process of actually here's how you're going to fix the why day to day in your life. Then we go into, okay, here's how we're going to achieve the goals. And everybody, when you read the reviews on Amazon and so forth, everybody says the same thing. They're like, you, you get through this and there's no way you, you can't achieve them mm-hmm. because it, it's such a thorough process and that you're like, I, okay, everybody, you know, the reviews say it, everybody that buys the book says it like, you're going to end up achieving these things. But my thing is, is don't set goals, set attainable goals. So we kind of define. Like, don't set your goal to be the next James Bond. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, Tom Hiddleston <laughs> might, you know, he's competing with Daniel Craig right now. It's a lot of backroom deals. I really can't go into it. But <laughs> Tay, she'll get mad at me. But it, I love you, girl. But. <laughs> Love. It, Nothing but it, love. <laughs> it's how I met her. I, I put on the list, I said, goal, be Taylor Swift's Cabana Boy. Cabana and Boy, there you go. I, I worked through the process. but now, it, you know, uh, Pepper's son was on tour with her. Really? Yeah. My girlfriend, Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Pepper. I, know, I know Pepper. I remember Pepper. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she, he... Um, I guess her last tour that she that she did, he was a um, he was on tour with her. He was one of the I don't know if you call him roadies or what, but I mean he was back there doing the the backstage stuff. She seems pretty cool, so I'm sure she is. I've I got mean, the I've 
got the the cardboard cutouts around the house. <laughs> I, I tell you a funny story that it, maybe a, you a could guy, get her to sign one of your undo books. And I was talking to a guy that um, auction it off. Uh, he does a lot of celebrity bodyguarding and so forth, and he said they had a bunch of threats on one of their clients, and the, the threats got so bad that finally they got the 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 feds involved. Really? And because all of a sudden, like... Must have been a politician. This person was sending photos of them standing there while the person's, like, walking. And, you know, all this crazy stuff. So when they went to the house, and they find they went to the house, the house was filled with these movie, like, cardboard cutouts of the celebrity <laughs> everywhere. Oh like, at the kitchen table, in the kitchen... In the bedroom, in the bathroom, in the wow. office, in the backyard, in the stairwell, there were cardboard cutouts Obsessed everywhere. much. And so apparently the person truly thought they were living with this celebrity Holy in their house. Holy cow. And would be in the kitchen and talk to him, then make the food, go Scary. sit at the kitchen table. Yeah, man, that, that gave me, that, that, that made the old hair stand up on the back. Yeah, and... Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's. I had to I had to break out my own book and be like, did I put "not be crazy" as a goal somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be obsessive. Yeah, is the process that I'm using on this it, okay? It's good. This is an attainable yeah. goal, but yeah, it, it's creepy. But I hope people will go by and they'll check it out. I think you know, once people look through the, and I always tell people read the reviews, and you know, you can research some of the people that wrote the reviews. Yeah. They're, unsolicited reviews well i've got to uh i've got to i've got to get my copy now okay. i'll get you i'm gonna send you a i'll send you a free copy i'll, I'll buy it I'll, I'll contribute oh okay i appreciate it i'll contribute. i appreciate the offer but uh, i like to support my bros well it would have been basically me printing the whole book out on my hp desk printer over here and just mailing it to you, <laughs> in you a, send in me a, a digital so. copy <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you want to do that, you could do that. You want to send me a digital copy, but uh, I like yeah, I like I'll to get a a hard uh, hardback for my my collection. I've it's got cheap. a lot of a hardbacks, like ten bucks. The digital copy is like if you're an Amazon Prime member, the digital copy is two ninety nine. If you're not, it's five ninety nine. Uh, that's not bad at all. So as a day, Amazon no Prime member, you can pick it up for two ninety nine. And if you if you like it and you want to loan it to somebody, it's set up for the loaner program, so you can loan cool. it to a friend. Awesome. So it, it, there's no excuse not to pick up the book if you're looking to achieve none goals. whatsoever. None, none whatsoever. Two ninety nine. And there might be a way for a leadhead maybe to win one of these. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Done. But first, let's get to the talking lead facts to fight for the myths. And our guest Matt or Matthew, as his pen name is. <laughs> is uh, going to give us a fact to fight the myth this week. My fact to fight the myth is it's going to, every time I do this, it's always about, you know, martial arts and things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with the theme of the personal growth theme. All right. And it's firewalking does not work. <laughs> so firewalk, what about fire breathing, fire eating? Here's, here's the reason I say that is that Tony Robbins recently was all over the news for having a bunch of now he had like a thousand people and they all paid to go and see him do his thing yeah. and then they all go out to the parking lot and they walk on hot coals they they walk on hot coals right <laughs> why and so well the whole <sighs> thing about it 
is uh, the whole thing is is that it's supposed to give you a breakthrough. Like I can walk over hot coals. I can go to work and tell my boss I want to raise. Right. And if I can do this, to, I can do anything. The problem was is that people were taking selfies while doing it. <laughs> this is what is this is what somebody that I know that's like in <laughs> industry told me. Wasn't Tony, but somebody told me they were like, yeah. Everybody that got burned basically stopped Stop. or slowed down and was Did taking a, a selfie, selfie. <laughs> of them while they're firewalking. Oh and gosh. next thing you know, they've got like third degree burns on their feet. And they're suing Tony. And they're suing Tony because why not? The guy's worth, he was the first Billions. person that made like, I, I think he he did this thing and they all these people had this challenge of who can make the most money in a day. And he made like a, like a ridiculous amount, like. Four hundred million in a day. In a day, oh my because he God. sold his company or something like that. But, but the whole thing about firewalking is, is that it's supposed to get that breakthrough. Mm-hmm. But it's it, supposed it to build up your courage. Yeah, it doesn't it, give you self confidence. It has a momentary, you know, thing that it does. But the brain doesn't work like that. Like when you combine pain with elation, with the way that the brain processes information, when you go into your boss, you can't be like. I want to talk to you about my raves, but first I need to burn the trash can on the floor and just walk through it real quick so I can have this conversation with you. I need to stick a flame down my throat. So while I went it, to a class one time and that was the thing. <laughs> that was their thing is like you can, you know, eat fire. If you can eat fire, you can do anything. Really? Was this a firearms class? No, this was this was a long, was- long, long time ago before I got involved with firearms. It was one of those business self-motivating kind of bull doo-doo kind of like a tony robbins thing you know did you did you do it i did it yeah i got a picture of me somewhere doing it and i got like my shirt's like pitted out where i'm sweating so much (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i did it i was i was dreading it the whole time but uh yeah you're you're like my shirt was pitted because i was sweating my hair it's fake i burned it all off (laughs) Can't really taste anything, and a lot of the times I run whenever somebody lights a fire in the fire. Right. Spot. Yeah, I don't roast marshmallows anymore. But, uh, <laughs> so I guess I have to amend it a little bit that you can do the fi- the hot coal walking, the fire walking through physics. It does work because your feet are hitting at such a you know fast pace. Rate, yeah. But if you stop to take selfies in the middle of it, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> you're going up like your grandpa's bag of old Playboys. You at my house last week? That's, that's what was. <laughs> Everybody was like, Matt, did you break up with your girlfriend? Yeah, I'm trying to put out these Playboys. So. <laughs> there is this thing called internet now. I When I was in college, we all went to our fraternity, had this like big national thing. And so we all went to it. You know, everybody, you know, all these chapters, everybody goes. There's like a thousand guys there. And so before we left, everybody got home and everybody had the same problem. Their girlfriends, you know, helping them out, taking their clothes out of their bag and everything. They found like smut. Smut. (laughs) You know, that magazine. It's called smut. Yeah. It was like a smut magazine or penthouse magazine. One of the guys had like a hundred copies of it that he brought. And when everybody was at one meeting the last day when everybody had packed up all their stuff, he went room to room and put it in everybody's suitcases, <laughs> like a hundred different people's suitcases. So when they got home, it was. That's awesome. What? 
that's that guy's the jack wagon. Oh, I didn't get great. laid for weeks. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, great fact to fight the myth. I like that. We haven't had the, any anything near that yet, so that was perfect. Tactical Walls is a family-owned and operated business based in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Our products are proudly manufactured in the United States. Every product is handcrafted using mostly U.S. source materials whenever possible. We make products that are simple to install, are easy to use, and offer discrete storage solutions for every room. Our in-wall concealment covers are a two-part concealment solution. The insert sits recessed in your wall space, flush with your drywall between 16 on-center studs. The cover mounts around the insert to conceal your new storage space, and it's all protected with a seamless magnetic locking system. You can purchase covers and inserts separately for your own needs, or save when you buy a bundle. Tactical wall concealment shelves are designed to mount on your wall for an easily accessible concealed storage option that doesn't require you to cut a hole in your wall. The bottom of the shelf hinges down to allow you access to your stored items with ease. Accessories like LED lighting and extra foam pads allow you to truly customize your shelf to your needs. Tactical Wall's line of concealment furniture offers you a useful piece of furniture for your room, plus the added bonus of built-in concealment storage. If putting something on the wall isn't for you, try out a solid-built piece of our furniture. New to the Tactical Wall's family of concealment solutions, concealment home decor, such as concealment wall clocks, concealment lamps, and even concealment tissue boxes, with more products on the way. So make sure you visit us at tacticalwalls.com and check out all our home concealment solutions. Tactical Walls, the leading innovator in home firearms concealment. All right, guys, so now it's time for our trivia, and we are going to go back to episode 160's trivia question, where we had Raphael from Eagle Imports on, and he had an opportunity for two prizes here. You had to go to, uh, there's one related to Grand Power, and there's one related to Llama. So you had to tell us what Grand Power firearms, where they were made. And the winner for that one is Bobby Partida. Bobby got the right answer, and the answer is Slovakia. So congratulations to Bobby on that one. And then the second one was, what does llama mean? And llama means fire or flame. And the winner of that one is Eric Meyer. So, guys, when you hear this, get in touch with me via uh, Facebook, and uh, we'll get in touch with Raphael, and uh, he'll send you your cool prizes for that. Now, we still have the Strike Industries trivia uh, up for grabs, and uh, we'll be an announcing the winner to that next week. So you'll go to their Facebook page, look for this episode, and that's where you'll be putting your answers. This week... Matt is going to be giving away one of his undo, copy of his undo digital copy. Matt, what are they going to have to do to win? And you're going to give three of these away, right? Correct, so yes. You're going to have three winners. So three winners, three lead heads are going to have the opportunity to get the digital copy of Matt's new book, Undo. What are they going to have to do to win this? All right, if you go to passless.net, that's P-A-S-T, L-E-S-S dot net. Mm -hmm. um, you'll love the website, but at the very top of it, there's a free ebook, and that's Opening Case of Life. And so in that ebook, I talk about something in a section about finding purpose. And I ask two questions when it comes to finding purpose. 
So you have to post your your answer to the question on the Facebook. So you got to like the Facebook, and then you have to post your answer. And left hand, I will let you tell them okay. the process for doing that. All right. So what they're going to do is you're going to go to the passless.net. You're going to get that for it's free. It's a free it's ebook, free. and you, the answer lies within there. He just told you what to look for. When you find that answer, go to I am Matt Powell on Facebook. That's his Facebook page. And Matt's going to post uh, this episode, TLP164, like all our guests do on their Facebook pages. And you're going to go there. You're going to like his page. Okay, you got to like his page first. And then under that post, you're going to put your answer and say Leadhead was here. Okay? So it's that easy. And for you people who don't have... Facebook, I understand. There's some people like to stay off the grid. Email me your answers at talkingled at gmail.com. We'll put your name in the in the pot. But um, the people who have it, which the majority of you leadheads do, go to I am Matt Powell. Go to his, that's his Facebook page and post your answers under the uh, TLP 164 episode that he's going to post there. Like his page and say Leadhead was here. And that's going to, there's going to be three winners. We're going to pick three of you out of that to get. A free digital copy of Matt's new book, Undo. Awesome. That is awesome. Awesome. Now, on top of that, when you read his new book, and if you guys just want to, if you're not a winner and you want to go buy his book, you're going to offer them a little something extra if they go and leave comments, right? Yeah, so if you buy on Amazon, one of the things is, is that reviews are very important. Um, having authored five books now on Amazon, reviews are always important. And I like to get people's, you know, their reviews. And so if you leave a review after you purchase the book on Amazon, if you leave a review, the first three people that leave, you, it, it can't be like a sentence. I mean, you got to read the book. You got to leave, you know, information. You leave a good heartfelt review. Exactly. Leave the review. And then the first three people that do that, and then they can email you and let you know, left hand, um, what their username is. Okay. And then after they do that, um, you send it over to me. I'll get in contact with you, and I'll send you f some free passless swag. So we've got bags. We've got coffee cups. We've got all kinds of stuff. So the first three people that you know read the book, leave a good heartfelt review, and then let you know that they did it with their name, we can go ahead and get in contact and we'll send you some free swag. Very cool. All right, guys. So, I mean, here's Talking Lead giving you free stuff again, man. Nobody gives you more than Talking Lead. And speaking of, I know you guys have been uh, anxiously waiting to hear the winners of the big Talking Lead and Friends Independent Celebration giveaway. And we're going to be announcing those winners at the end of the month. So that'll be the next episode, uh, TLP 165, where we're going to be announcing uh, all the winners. And I want to go ahead and quickly thank, again, all the people who helped made that giveaway possible, um, starting with Keltech. Uh, Keltech's giving away some awesome swag. Uh, they're going to be giving away, I mean, he's, he named a bunch of stuff that they're going to be have. So the winner, uh, for the Caltech, uh, prize, there's going to be cool stuff in that. So you're not going to be disappointed. 
Apex Tactical, uh, those base plates for the Magpul Glock mags, uh, the aluminum base plates, they're uh, giving those away. Colt has some awesome swag. There's hat, there's t-shirt, there's belt buckle, there's this cool tin, old style looking tin thing that you can hang on your wall. Uh, a bunch of cool stuff from Colt. 1776, the people who make my awesome t-shirts uh, are giving away a $100 gift card. So uh, you can use that, get you some uh, Talking Lead t-shirts or some of the cool 1776 uh, United t-shirts. They've got some new ones out now, too. You want to check those out. Cantu Bruner, uh, they've got some of their awesome bullet pins that they're going to be uh, giving away. One of the winners is going to get one of their brass pins. Dipstick Hydrographics is uh, doing a dip kit. So the winner of theirs is going to get one of their do-it-yourself Hydro dip kits. Uh, you get to pick your own uh, pattern and everything for that. Devil Dog Concepts is going to be giving away one of their side charging handle systems for the AR. Very cool. You've uh, seen my videos. If you haven't seen my videos on that, the reviews, uh, go to our YouTube channel and uh, look for the Devil Dog Concept, Concepts hard charger videos. And then, uh, of course, listen to their episodes on the Talking Lead Show. CAA Gear Up, they're going to be giving away a nice AR accessory pack. Uh, there's going to be a grip, a buttstock, and a handguard. Cobalt Kinetics, they've put up an awesome one of their cool muzzle devices. They're putting up a couple of hats, a couple of t-shirts as well for the Cobalt. Aculus Defense, Joe Moe and the guys over at Aculus Defense are going to be putting up a $300 gift card to their online store. We'll be able to use that towards anything that they have uh, on their website. And, of course, the things that uh, you've got to have uh, FFL involved and uh, legal age and all that does apply. Tactical Walls, going to get one of those cool um, wall clocks that they have that you'll be able to take the face off and hide your gun behind it, your ammo, your knives, your money. Check out their website because they've got all kinds of cool stuff. They've got lamps, they've got desks, they've got little tissue holders that you can hide your gun into. Palmetto State Armory is giving away a $150 gift card to their website, so you can put that towards anything on their website. Glock, a huge um, swag package that we're putting together from, from Glock. Three winners on that one. There's going to be hats, water bottles, cups, pins, uh, stickers, lanyards, there's right in the rain pads, there's all kinds of cool stuff that uh, winners are going to get for that. And then, of course, the big prize that I know everybody's waiting on and everybody wants to win is the Nordic Components Rifle, the NC-15-223-556 AR. And I know we originally said we were going to have that custom dipped, um, some things happened during the uh, the dipping and the shipping process. And so what we're going to do on that is whoever wins that, um, Danny at uh, Hydro at the Dipstick Hydrographics has agreed to let the winner pick out their own uh, pattern from the stuff he has in stock, and he will dip it in anything that you want uh, for that. So... Apologize that we didn't get that custom one done, the Talking Lead Nordic Components custom uh, dip that we were working on, but it just didn't work out. Um, we didn't have enough time to to get it corrected, but that's cool of Danny that he's uh, 
the offering to let you pick anything you want there and dip it in that. So you won't be disappointed, definitely. So thanks to all our sponsors for the Talking Lead and Friends Independent Celebration Giveaway. And next week, the winners will be announced. So stay tuned. Ba-boom. That's awesome. Those are some, those are some good gifts. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it was awesome. It turned into a lot bigger thing than what I intended. So, you know, when we hit our 150th episode, I wanted to just kind of celebrate and, you know, give away a couple little things here and there. But uh, Andrew from uh, Kalashnikov USA, he's also a CAA tactical. He's like, man, you ought to do a big giveaway and get a bunch of people involved and blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> so I started it off, you know, I was like, oh, I'll get, you know, two or three people. But then I reached out to people and more and more people I got to tell them about. It, they're like, I want to be a part of it. Let me put something in. I'll put something in too. And I'll... So I had to actually turn people away. I hated to do it, but, <laughs> but we'll, we'll do another one. And, uh, there'll be a lot of cool prizes, uh, in that next one that we do too. So very awesome, Matt, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. I, hey, I appreciate it. I, I always love coming on, man. I'm very happy about all the, the new stuff that you're doing. Uh, excited on the new book. Uh, definitely want to get my copy of that. And, uh, Hopefully, I'll take another vacation and I'll get to read it on my next vacation uh, before the end of the year. It's always a strange thing because, like, like we were talking about, everybody sees this industry as so corny and everything. But coming from the industry that I've come from, I think there's a little bit of a new twist to it. And so people people don't have to be like looking around when they're reading Undo, you know, at work or on on the range or something like that, and people going. <laughs> reading be like hey this guy actually here's a background like you know this is a good book and i think everybody's cerebral they'll 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 get something from it and at the end of the day you know even if it's you know get new training or buy new gear or whatever it is you know you put it on the goals and undo is going to help you achieve those goals i'm excited about it and i always love coming on here very cool man we we love having you i got to get down there man and hang out with you guys you and uh my diamond <laughs> Uh, Damon. Uh, he out, made, he made our jack wagon train not too long ago. You know, he came out as uh, wanting more gun, stricter gun laws in uh, in America. <laughs> you know, hey, we were out last night um, having a couple of having a couple of drinks. We we try to meet up weekly and just kind of go over everything that's going on and laugh about some stuff. And it, it's always it's always good when Aaron puts something out that kind of trolls everyone. <laughs> Get a huge laugh about just watching the watching the internet go into an uproar. Oh yeah, I got to get him. It's been a while since I've had him on. I got him on again soon too. But uh, yeah, I got to get down and hang out with you guys. There's uh, there's a lot of people down in that area. Uh, Glock's down there. I've got to get down there and see them. The guys from Head Down down in that area. Uh, coming up in October, um, first part of October for the IREC vet. Um, YouTube shoot so I'll be down there for that in October oh nice well make sure you holler and we'll we'll, we'll hang out okay yeah I'll give you a shout <laughs> a she's We're out fireball yeah. shots for everyone fireball so quick thanks to uh, all our sponsors uh, Nordic Components make sure you guys check them out at nordiccomp.com they have uh, and by the time you hear this it'll probably be over but uh, it's August the 12th, which is not tomorrow. We're, this is the 11th we're recording, but you guys won't hear this till Monday. So 
the first annual Firearm Friday shooting competition. I posted this on my Facebook page, so hopefully you guys are seeing that. Um, but it's down in Sturgis, uh, South Dakota. Um, it's taking place during the 76th anniversary Sturgis motorcycle rally and races. Um, but what it's going to be is uh, some veterans are going to compete with each other. There's going to be some special operations snipers and some local and regional sharpshooters are going to be down there. So that'll be a good time. That's an event that Nordic Components is uh, sponsoring. And uh, it goes to benefit Veterans Charity Ride to Sturgis. Uh, so, and that kind of ties in with uh, the Mission 22. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. Uh, so the Veterans Charity Ride to Sturgis is just uh, to bring awareness uh, of that. Um, I don't think that's sponsored by Mission 22, uh, but along the same lines. Cobalt Kinetics, check them out at cobaltkinetics.com. Uh, their three-gun team is really tearing it up. Uh, they've got a video posted on their Facebook page right now, Rick Birdsall, and I'll repost it to our uh, Facebook page as well, uh, probably before you guys hear this. Um, but Rick is just really tearing it up. Keith Garcia, um, Kalani Laker, Nick Atkinson, um, those guys are just really kicking ass in the three-gun world. So uh, make sure you check out Cobalt Kinetics. Multicam, Multicam Pattern. Check them out. Uh, you guys know we got the lead sled done in the uh, black Multicam. Uh, we've got all our sponsors on there, uh, Glocks on there, X-Steel Targets, Nordic Components, Cobalt Kinetics, Keltec, Graphic Effects. That's who uh, put the wrap on for us, those guys. So uh, adding people on there daily, Frontier Tactical, VFOB. We just added VFOB, the uh, veteran of family brands. Uh, if you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. Uh, it's, uh, veterans. FOB is the Facebook page. Frontier Tactical. Check them out at FrontierTactical.com. Got to see those guys while I was down in Daytona. Uh, Nate and Scott both came and visited uh, TNI Pepper while we were in Daytona. Came over for uh, a day and hung out with us. And uh, Those guys have some really cool new things in the works. Um, not... Not really hard firearms related, but more technology firearms related. They've got some apps that they're going to be coming out with that uh, you guys are going to be very excited about. And I can't wait to tell you about them. X-Steel Targets. Make sure you check out xsteeltargets.com. You shouldn't be shooting paper anymore. You can shoot very affordable AR-500 steel targets from X-Steel Targets. Check them out, xsteeltargets.com. X-Steel Targets. All right, and make sure that uh, if you guys are going to be in the Kentucky area, uh, Rock Castle is going to be having Free Gun Pro-Am. Uh, that's coming up August the 19th, so that'll be this coming weekend when you guys hear this show. It's the 19th through the 21st up at Rock Castle Shooting Center, and uh, we're going to be up there. Uh, our three-gunner Casey Griggs is going to be there, and uh, it's always a good time. So if you guys are in the area, make sure you come by and uh, visit us at Rock Castle during the Pro-Am. Well, that's all I've got for this week, Matt. You got anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to seeing everybody go by the website and checking out the book. And you can always contact me at matt at passive.net. 
If you have any questions, we'd be glad to talk to you. Or hit me up on Instagram. It's Howell, And, of course, our whole Facebook deal. So look forward to seeing all of you. Very cool. And as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close. Oh, you wanted me to say that. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. And as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close. Keep your firearms and your undo book closer, because if anything, it'll stop a bullet. 